Roy Philpott on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. All right, second hour begins right now. Good stuff with Mark Dofer from WYFF there in our previous segment. I want to thank Mark for joining us as always. 654-7627, our phone number, first hour in the books. Heavy on Clemson baseball, as you would expect, coming in on the text line. 986-1566, chicken hater Nate says, uh, enjoy the call last night question. However, how come you guys were talking about Clemson not having pitching depth when hitting and timely hitting has clearly been the problem there? Well, I mean, I started that last night because in the middle part of that game, they simply couldn't find a way to get anybody out. You know, especially when Monty went to the bullpen to the first for the first time with Gilliam. Uh, he comes in, three straight Vanderbilt batters reach, three straight hits after the two-run jack by Toffee. And then Toffee gets you again later on. You give up eight runs. I mean, everything was kind of dysfunctional in those nine innings. So it, it was that. And then also Clemson was coming off a game which I thought it did have the clutch hitting, right? You, you go back to Sunday night. Uh, you have the two-out run scoring double, I think it was, in the first inning that gave you the one nothing lead. Uh, you had Davidson give you the insurance runs when you needed it uh, with a deep ball. So, I mean, it, it was happening in that game, and the pitching was there, too. I, I, I just thought last night, just watching, here comes Rupenthal, who is making like his fifth career start. His uh, first 50 appearances for Vanderbilt were all out of the bullpen. So here's a guy that didn't start a game until May 9th against Louisville of this year. He starts starting. He starts last night, and it's six innings of shutout baseball. And you just, I don't know, you didn't have that. I would have liked to have seen Crawford start, but, I mean, I say that based off what happened after the fact, right? So Eubanks is begging to start. Monty's like, all right, here we go. This is my guy. I can't really fault that. But it did feel like from where I was, they they just didn't have enough arms, and they kind of ran out of gas in that bullpen. When you play five games in four days and the other team plays four four games in four days, Pitching, no matter who you are, pitching is going to be a storyline in that fifth game. And so, I mean, it, that's to be expected. And, uh, you know, the uh, the texture's right. I mean, hitting timely hitting was certainly an issue for Clemson, but so was pitching. I mean, you, you did give up eight runs in well, a ballgame. All right, think about it like this. On, on the elimination day on Sunday, they got to beat UNCG. They got to beat Fandy. Uh, they fall behind 3 nothing to the Spartans in the third inning. I, I think that was the Seth Beer drop fly ball game. And, and it felt like through the first five innings that that was going to be it. Oh, my God, UNCG is going to come in here and, and beat this bunch, and, and this is going to be the end of the season. And then I think it was the Beer home run made it 3-1, to one. And then they they chipped away again. They added another run in the next frame. And then Davidson's Jack, the two-run shot uh, that uh, I think hit the top of the batting cage, just the indoor uh, batting facility over there, that gained the lead. And and, and there was clutch hit after clutch hit, and then they added some insurance runs. And then that night, you know, the pitching, you didn't have to go to the bullpen because Tyler Jackson threw nine strong and gave up just those two hits in a a shutout game. But in that game, you you, you had the clutch hits too. So that's probably more or less the mentality that I was taking last night. But at the end of the season, truth be told, it, it was all of the above, all, all those things. But but last night, that's what we were focusing on. But a good question, and I think that's worth um, uh, discussing. Uh, also, on the text line, 9861566, David and Seneca, shortstops, Roy and Ben, get the benefit of the doubt when swiping past second on double plays. 
They miss the bag about half the time. The runner should get the benefit in this situation. I, I get the logic, and it, it's not half the time that they don't touch the bag at second in turning a double play, but um, it, it does happen, and they always get the benefit of the doubt. At, at home plate, just everybody is focused in on that play. You know, you got a guy, right. did he touch it, did he not? Is the tag there? Is the ball there? Did the catcher hold on to it? All these things going on, and it's like the whole world is watching that as opposed to the loosey-goosey nature of turning a double play and the guy, did he swipe second before he made the throw? So I, I get it. Uh, they need to institute replay, and they need to be able to replay a sequence like that in the NCAA tournament. I mean, that's the, how many replays do we see in the regular season? They're everywhere. Replays right. are everywhere, and, and we can't do it here, and they'll have it this weekend in the Supers. That does not seem fair, especially when you've been burned the way that they were last night. No, that that doesn't make a lot of sense if you have it before the series, in some cases, going to have it after the series, but you can't have it in this series, especially when you know it's there available to you. See, that just makes me frustrated to hear you repeat that. I know, I know. Uh, when it's it's right there uh, and you can't use it. it's That is frustrating. Right. We've got a couple of people texting in. What's the latest with the draft statuses of players like Reed Rollman, who's a redshirt junior, uh, Alex Eubanks, who's draft eligible, and the others that could leave this program, Chris Williams? The answer is, I, honestly, I, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's interesting how the, the MLB draft works because a lot of times players are selected and they don't sign and they go back to school uh, and they reenter the draft at, at a later point in time. So, I, you know, honestly, I, I don't know. I mean, my hunch is they're not going to get all of their juniors or draft-eligible players back. That's typically how it works. It comes down most of the time to slotted cash. You know, okay, Williams is selected in the seventh round. Typically, at that spot, in that position, in that round, this is what that particular player is designated to make. And, and so it, it's kind of like this rule book that's unwritten out there that the draftees and the drafters can kind of go by. It changes a lot of times when certain teams fall in love with certain prospects. and The prospect says, okay, that's fine. You're going to draft me here. That's fantastic. I'm slotted for this amount of money, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you before you draft me, I'm not going to sign for that low amount of cash. This is my magic number. And if the team wants you bad enough, they're going to say, okay. So it, there's a little cat and mouse game that takes place with the MLB draft. Very difficult to forecast. And that's what, you know, we, we've talked with Bradley LeCroy about this a million times. They're trying to figure out who they should aggressively recruit. And a lot of times it's these first round draft picks straight out of high school because you can do that. Well, is he going to sign? Is he going to be drafted? Does he really want to go to the professional ranks already? Or does he want to play college baseball? Is the degree important? And there's so many X factors. Mom wants him to do that. Dad wants him to do this. Player wants to do this. And they all three can be something totally different. And then it comes down to just how much money a Major League Baseball team's willing to give this guy, whether it's slotted, whether they're going to pay him more. There's just a lot of variables there. So, you know, with guys like Roman Williams, Eubanks, I, honestly, I don't know. I, I think the coaches over there have a much better understanding of that right now. But uh, it, it can be nothing short of a crapshoot. It's it's the biggest inexact science in sports that I can think of. Yeah. I mean, it, it's totally different than football or basketball. Uh, and like you said, there's just so many variables. It'll be a little different. I, you know, I believe it was Logan Davidson that we were at the beginning of the year thinking, okay, well, why did he even come to school in the first place? I mean, he was like 
think drafted in the thirtieth round or something. Well, he's a beanpole, but he's got all the tools. Right, right. Uh, in the in the kind of there was someone there that that uh, Coach Lacroix was telling us about the kind of money that he turned down, and then these guys come to school, not only turning down money, but they're paying a certain percentage. I mean, all of them are paying something out of pocket because of the scholarship limitations. So it's uh it's it's very strange and it's hard to predict. That's where you know Coach Lacroix said you just have to get to know the family, see what's important to them, um, and try to try to gauge what's going to take, what's going to matter to each individual person. I'm not even ready to think about that today. Though. I mean, it'll about fry what, your brain about what's coming right. about next year's team. I, I don't know. I love that approach. I would tend to agree. Six five four seven six two seven National Championship. Dave in Simpsonville joins us. Dave, it was great meeting you this weekend. You know, Roy, I'm going to tell you right now, and, and and bear with me for one second. Ben, let me tell you something real quick. I spent the entire weekend in Tiger Town watching some great baseball, watching my Tigers. But the highlight, the highlight, Ben, was when I was able to put the glad hand into Mr. Roy Philpott at 1.30 Monday morning a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I let me tell you something. I was watching the basketball game on my uh, Watch ESPN app on my Verizon telephone, which was uh-huh. awesome. So then I flipped over to watch one of the plays on uh, the, the baseball game, and I heard that familiar voice. And I went, so the guy that's Phil Pot. And David said, my son said, yeah, he's been calling the game the whole weekend. Yeah. What? That was awesome. So I went up and shook hands to him. Roy, it was awesome meeting you. i tell you the truth. And I told you last night, at what time? Eleven thirty. <laughs> we stayed up all weekend. We got little sleep, five hour energy, caffeinated coffee, diet coke. It's all great. And I got to meet you. So, Roy, I tell you the truth, the fact that you are doing ESPN is is awesome. That that you come out of out of WCCP. We appreciate you. We appreciate your family letting us borrow you for three and four hours at a game, so thank you very much. Having said that, guys, let me tell you, the, you know, we ended on a disappointing note last night, and you don't know where this team is going to be next year, but you've got a lot of building blocks to look at, and I, and, and, and I like the way this team's going to work out, and maybe after the fact, some of these guys that can opt to leave early decide maybe to come back. You look at Weston Jackson. When he was at PC, they were throwing him money and money, but it wasn't the right kind of money. It was almost insulting kind of money. And then he made the decision to transfer over to Clemson and play immediately. And I thought he was impactful to some degree. I thought he did some really good things throughout the season. The thing that I would love to see most of all with this baseball team coming up this coming year is a, a, a steady line where we're not jockeying players. I mean, you got the same nine coming in and coming out pretty much, but you're moving them throughout the lineup. And, and it's never the same every day. And maybe that's for pitching purposes. I don't know. I'm just an ignorant fan, and you guys know that, so we're, we're good there. But some strong, solid pitching. I like what we have coming up in the next year. I think that we've got some things that we can build on, and maybe it's not next year, that, but, but in the next 
two to three years, I can see Clemson getting back to something to where we're not having to, A, play a game seven just to get in, but we're actually going to a Super Regional. We have proved from last year to this year, we got to that winner-take-all game. We didn't get run off our own our, our own baseball field. And even though it was an 8 to nothing shutout, guys, we gave everything that we could give Sunday against Greensboro and against Vanderbilt. And if, if, if anything this year that we've seen wasn't Tyler Jackson, the absolute most amazing pitcher Sunday night with his 106-pitch performance, that was legendary for this baseball team. Yeah. Guys, let me tell you something. I hate this time of year now because there's nothing to talk about. Clemson Sports is done for the year. But you know what? At this day, June 6th, we are still national champions. We're headed into August. It's going to be great, and we're ready for the baseball season come February. Guys, as always, thank you for giving me the opportunity to rant and rave. Roy, I enjoyed meeting you. Ben, I look forward to meeting you one day. Y'all take care. Thank you, Dave. Hmm. That's my man right there. He's, he, he, he's a good dude. Allow me to respond to a few things, Roy. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, we don't take time. We don't take days off here. There are always things to talk about. Passionate about sports. Passionate doesn't take a break. LeBron. So we're going to keep talking sports all summer long. LeBron. We're probably not going to talk about that. If I can help it. <laughs> we'll be playing taps in the background when we talk about the NBA LeBron. finals. Um, let me just pull the curtain back here for a minute. Since uh, since Dave kind of brought it up, we knew Roy was going to do a regional. He got kind of got word on that a month or so ago. And the way that that works is he's told that he's going to get a regional. Has no idea who it's going to be, where it's going to be. Uh, the way that your travel schedule has been, you being Roy, we expected that to be, you know, Corvallis. Or as far away from Clemson as humanly possible. I, w I was looking. Anchorage, Alaska is beautiful this time of year. I was studying Oregon State baseball this time last week. Seriously, I was. That is, and rightfully so. <laughs> um, the fact that Clemson got a regional, you still didn't think you were going to get this one because that's just... You know, it's almost too close. You and I, I think, had, had decided you were probably going to Wake Forest. That was driving distance, but yet uh, removed any, you know, potential impartialities out, out of the equation and whatnot. So, so first, to, the, um, to any joking or not uh, Homerism talk, you know, really people, you people, especially forum people, Tiger Net people, you're smarter than that. You you know how this works. Roy Philpott was not in the booth as a Clemson employee, as a WCCP employee. He was there for ESPN. His partner was a Tennessee, uh, you know, had SEC ties. Did you like Rusty? I liked Rusty I, a I great you did. deal. You, you guys would get along really well. You two worked together well. And Is that the first time you even had met him? First time I ever met him, yeah. And, and well, then that speaks volumes to both of you because you, you really gelled well. So, you know, and I think back to, and this, this kind of speaks to, close your ears for a minute, Roy, your level of professionalism here, that you would be called a homer for either side. I think back to when Bob Fulton came into the radio booth in honor of, of, uh, 
uh, of of uh, Jim and and called a, a series in which Clemson scored a touchdown, if I remember right, and he really got into it. Yeah, because he was the broadcaster, he was the announcer behind the mic, and who the teams are, who you like or don't like, doesn't matter in that instance. So, I you know if if a if someone like Bob Fulton can do that to for Clemson then you know that really should be the gold standard for anybody to not show impartiality behind the mic and I thought you did a phenomenal job with that well thank you um I don't tell grown men that I'm proud of them very often but I'm just going to I'm going to tell you this uh gosh the nights all run together Sunday night Sunday night the doubleheader and the game gets moved gets picked up by ESPN two at some point. Am I correct on that? Yes. Was that Sunday night? Sunday night. It's late. All a blur. Oh man, it was late. And and I'm assuming you guys don't know. You know, you're probably just told, okay, we're you're now on ESPN two, reset the scene, whatnot. Well, they told us that we would start on ESPN two and then we thought we would go to ESPN U at that point where the game was originally yeah. slated to televise. But go ahead. Yeah. So I'm watching that and I don't know. I just had this moment on the sitting there on my comfy couch at home where I realize you're calling a Clemson baseball regional, something you've been passionate about for years, for your alma mater. You can't tell that it's your alma mater, and it's on national television on ESPN two. I kind of had that proud moment, Roy. I'm Good. just putting it out there. Good. I, You're part of that, a big part of that. Thank you. That's uh, nice to say. And, and I don't know if you ever allowed that to, to sink in, just the magnitude of that, but that was, I don't know, That to me that was a, that was a big deal. Well, yeah. thank you. I appreciate it. I, it, I did not. I, I didn't think about it. And then you texted me afterwards, just, you know, you saying that you enjoyed it or whatever, and then it kind of hit me. I was like, yeah. That's that's actually a pretty good point, but it just kind of all snuck up on you uh, in, in that manner. But that's the good. yeah, the conversations you and I've had about broadcasting over the last ten years, you know, uh, yeah, what, you, what your expectations were at one point versus now is, I don't know, it's it's just remarkable is the only word that comes to mind. Yeah, I appreciate that. That is uh, that's really nice to say, and I and yeah, I mean, I never thought I would be able to do that. So it was it was a ton of fun, and um, it was fun meeting Dave yesterday. Uh, for the first time with somebody that's called this show forever and we always enjoy talking to uh, as well. But let's go from that, and I appreciate all that, uh, to what also stood out about the passion and enthusiasm from this weekend prior to last night because a couple of things happened that I really think are worth harping on, and it has nothing to do with anybody on the field or anybody in the broadcast booth. So let's walk down that road. We'll do that coming up next. Uh, more of your phone calls as well, 654-7627. Second hour continues after this. Hi, friends. Mickey here for Zero Res Carpet and Air Duct Cleaning. Summer is near, and you'll need to get ready for your backyard parties and summertime fun. But where do you start? Go with Zero Res. They've got exactly what you need by using empowered water with no toxic chemicals or odors. You can rest assured that your guests will be impressed with your clean home like no other and no residue. Right now, three rooms for $129. Get a fourth room for free when you mention my name, Mickey Pollard. Call 558-7300. Spell it backwards or forwards. It's the right way to clean and ask about our air duct cleaning specials. 
If you're a CDL driver looking for a proven company to work for, Highcon Transportation is looking for you. Highcon is a family-owned company that's doubled in size over the past two years, and they need quality drivers now. Round-trip dedicated, local, low overnight stays, 40 cents per mile, earned monthly bonuses, and more. With a 100% track record with highly reputable and recognizable companies, Highcon Transportation is a safe bet for your career. Email your qualifications to recruiting at highcottontransport.com or call 864-540-8194. Rely on EnviroMulch. They supply quality landscape supplies for any outdoor project. Their spring special, get double ground hardwood mulch for a dollar off per yard. Ordered online with promo code WCCP. No other discount supply. From your friends at EnviroMulch. Go Tigers! Have you tried the Oreo chocolate candy bar? It has delicious bits of Oreo cookie mixed in cream filling and coated in European milk chocolate candy. And now they want your ideas for what to create next. Submit your Oreo creation ideas using hashtag MyOreoCreation, then hashtag contest on Instagram and Twitter for the chance to win a grand prize of a $500,000 check. No purchase necessary. Residents of 50 USDC Puerto Rico, 18 and older. Enter contest by 11.59 p.m. ET on 7.14.17. Void where prohibited. For all details, visit MyOreoCreationContest.com. Hey, Bugsy, you hear the news about Vinny? Yeah, it's a real shame he owed money to the IRS and they finally cut up with him. Just like Al Capone. If the IRS can get the Capone, imagine what they can do to little old Vinny, huh? Poor cat, he was on top of the world, then bada-boom, bada-bing. What Vinny needs now is an offer he can't refuse. Hey, you got a tax problem? Does the IRS claim you owe them a bunch of dough? They can get you too. So call the tax relief line now and learn if you qualify to negotiate your $10,000 plus IRS tax debt for up to a 75% savings. Don't be like Al or Vinny and get busted. Make this free call now. Learn how you may be able to pay the IRS less. Call now. 888-789-5043. 888-789-5043 Have you been in search for that perfect job opportunity? Well, look no further because Carolina Heating Service is currently looking for individuals to expand their team. Locally owned and operated for over 35 years, we specialize in generators, electrical services, residential light, commercial HVAC sales, service and installation, as well as geothermal systems. Top professional opportunities available anywhere from electricians, installers, service technicians, management, and customer service reps. Worried about benefits? Carolina Heating Service has you covered. Enjoy paid holidays and vacation days, a 401k, training programs, major insurance, and full-time year-round stable work, as well as overtime opportunity. Basic qualifications include a drug test, background check, and physical, as well as a valid driver's license. Other qualifications are subject to position applying for. The search could be over for you soon. Make that career leap. Apply now at carolinaheating.com and join our award-winning team. Five-star talents with two-star looks. We are WCCP 105.5 The Roar. Second hour continues. Back at 105.5 The Roar. Did Milstead Roy Philpott brought to you by Complete Nutrition as always. Three upstate locations. East Blackstock Road in Spartanburg, Woodruff Road in Greenville, North Main Street in downtown Anderson. I was in the Electric City during one of those rain delays. Popped in to pick up a brand new uh, carton of Prime Drive and uh, got the strawberry again, which is delicious. 
You've heard us talk about it now for the last couple of years. Summer is here. You're going to the beach. You need to lose some weight. Complete nutrition with all of the different uh, weight loss systems, their products and supplements. They're going to help you lose that weight faster. It's as simple as that. Take that away from today's show. You're trying to shed those unwanted pounds. Complete Nutrition is going to help you do that. They're going to kickstart that process today. Once you lose the weight, they're going to help you keep it off. If you're a workout warrior, you go to the gym a couple of times a week, you're adding bulk and muscle, they're going to help you recover faster from those workouts, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. They can help you sleep better at night. Uh, ben is like on their brand new distribution list for their new products. I mean, he can tell you more about some of the new stuff that's come out and does even more than what I've talked about the last couple of years. I mean, it really is. I believe in their stores. I believe in their products because they've helped me lose weight, keep the unwanted weight off, look better, feel better, more energy, no crash, sleep better at night. They've done all of that for me. Complete nutrition, tremendous. And they're always reformulating things uh, to make them better. And, uh, and they do a really good job with that. I met a gentleman in the Anderson store the other day, a Mr. Freeman that, uh, was buying some prime drive that he had heard. It's, I like every time I go in there, every time I go in, there's a listener who comes in and says something about hearing it on the radio. And I, I generally just kind of, you know, like look away cause I just want to hear what's being said. And, uh, but you know, he had heard the prime drive. There was another guy a week or so ago who was in there, told them, went from 289 to 205 in a year, and all he really changed was prime drive. How about that? I mean, that's significant. That's right fantastic. There. Yeah. Uh, all kinds of success stories like that. And uh, it's, it's kind of a life-changing kind of place, really, if you think about it. I totally agree with that. Totally agree. Online at CompleteNutrition.com, you can find the location nearest you at CompleteNutrition.com. More of your phone calls right now. The other thing that stood out to me this weekend, I mentioned some of the good things early. Logan Davidson, Tyler Jackson was phenomenal. The other thing is this, before we get to Craig on our Northland Communication phone lines. The attendance, I, I don't know if there was ever more than 6,000 fans in the stadium at any point this weekend because of the weather. I, I, I don't know if that would have shown up if it was, you know, 79 degrees and partly sunny skies with a slight breeze the entire weekend. But I know this. At about 1 o'clock in the morning, Clemson-Vanderbilt, elimination game, when it felt as if the outcome had been decided about four innings before the ninth, there must have still been, I don't know, 3,000 Clemson fans in attendance and they were loud and passionate and educated and just getting after it on a weekday morning between 12 and 1.30 a.m. And it was unlike anything I've ever seen as a broadcaster, as a fan, as just a regular Joe Schmo media dork. I was blown away by the atmosphere at Doug Kingsmore persisting through those multiple weather delays spanning almost five hours Sunday Four hours last night, a tip of the cap to everybody that sacrificed, that hung around, that stayed on board to give that team whatever kind of boost you possibly could. In any critical moment, and it didn't work out in the Tigers' favor, we understand that now, but any critical moment, full counts, either side, beer up at the plates, bases loaded, whatever. Everybody, for the most part, cheering, roaring, clapping, 
on their feet in several uh, circumstances. And this is late at night on a weeknight at 1 o'clock in the morning on a random Monday, and you had people doing that. I I couldn't believe that. It, it, we just kind of – I looked over at Rusty, our, our analyst in, in the booth all weekend, and I – I said, man, can you believe it? He goes, I, he goes I, I'm stunned by this. And this guy's called baseball regionals forever and played baseball at Tennessee. And, and, and he had never experienced something like that with those kinds of weather delays and that kind of turnout by the fan base. So I, I did want to call attention to that before we start, you know, ripping apart everything and overanalyzing next season already. I'm, I'm glad you did. And you could hear it on TV. You could see it. And uh, and you're right. It, it was impressive to see. Monty Lee talked about it after the Sunday games of how just overwhelmed almost they were by it. And I tell you what, a lot of locals figured it out. I had several friends and families in Anderson who realized those things were going to, to delay, realized it would be very easy to get in. So they do their normal Sunday activity, church, the whole nine yards, and then go over to the ballpark. And it's like, an unexpected opportunity to go to a regional game with a big time atmosphere and be able to to walk in and and just do your own thing. I know a lot of people who took advantage of that, uh, and so yeah, hats off to you for sitting out there at one o'clock in the morning. Very impressive. Six five four seven six two seven. Go back to the Northland Communication phone lines. Craig is up with us next. Hey, Craig. Hey there, Roy. A long-time listener, first-time caller. Enjoy you guys very much. Thank you. And just wanted to also say that, uh, you know, really enjoyed you and Rusty on the VSN broadcast. It was hard to believe that, uh, <clears throat> you know, that you guys, that was the first time y'all had worked together. That was fantastic. Well, he's he's a pro, and he's easy to work with. And he's just, he's one of those baseball geeks, his stitch heads. he got all this knowledge. And so I would ask him about two questions a game. Otherwise, he would just take it, run with it and kind of give you the scouting report and, and then what baseball people are truly thinking in critical situations. He was fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it just seems so natural, the rapport you two had. Well, we appreciate that. You know, unfortunately, Tigers couldn't win it, but we still uh, had some fun in getting to that Game 7 last night. Yeah, I wanted to kind of touch base on that. Um, I'm kind of caught in my mind, you know, kind of like taught me off the cliff a little bit sometimes, you know, with this uh, this baseball season and then, you know, especially with the way things ended the last, say, you know, four, five, six weeks or so. But at the same time, you know, when you – I sometimes don't think people realize just how historically significant the Clemson baseball is. I mean, there's only about eight or nine schools that have more all-time wins than us. We're fifth most in NCAA tournament appearances and only, you know, one behind Oak State and two behind Miami and that. And, you know, just like winning percentage, top, you know, 12, 14, 15 all-time winning percentage, I think sometimes because of – you know, Carolina was able to, you know, win those two national championships that locally and kind of statewide that, you know, that fact gets missed because we've kind of not had as much success the last six, seven years as, you know, we had had previous to that for the 50 before that. So, and just, you know, love the baseball program. And I think sometimes we, as Clemson folks, because we've always been so uh, football crazy that, the other programs maybe suffer a little because, you know, like we're always taking that attitude, well, football's coming, you know. But, you know, I love that baseball program and would love to see it just be super successful, and, yeah. you know, to a point to where we were nationally relevant again on a consistent basis. Um, their recruiting uh, coordinators and whatnot, I think like when O'Sullivan left, 
when Jack was there, that's kind of when things started to tail off a little bit. And obviously, you see the you know success he's had in Florida. Um, how 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 are the uh, how's the recruiting going that you know of right now as far as getting some obviously some pitching, I guess, and whatnot. But you know, just overall. They're looking at a couple of junior college players to try to address some of the concerns that we've talked about. And, and primarily with the pitching, you know, it's easy to identify. You need a power arm or two if you can find one. But you, you need some better depth there. And they also need to develop, you know, their their current roster there. And, and a guy like Brooks Crawford and Hennessy and some of these guys we've seen in bits and pieces, I, I think they're going to be part of the solution as well. Generically, Craig, you know, that they're recruiting at a really high level. And, you know, Davidson's going to be a future first-rounder. Beer's going to be a future first-rounder. you still got years left with them. So you've got a nucleus. I, I think now it's a matter of finding the right pieces and the right chemistry moving forward to get this thing at least to the Super Regionals. And then at that point, you you roll the dice and try to get to Omaha. They're, they're not far away. It's far from perfect. But to talk you off the ledge... You know, they won another game this year in the regional. They got a little bit closer. It didn't happen. And you got some core guys back next season. They're going to give you a chance to get right back to this position once again. Now you got to grow up a little bit. And then now maybe one of these JUCO guys can come in and, and, and give you a little bit of a boost. Specific names at this point, I, I don't have them for you. But I know from talking to Bradley, Bradley Lee Croy and, and Monty Lee and, and those guys in the last week, they like the hand they're expecting to return next year, the hand that they've been dealt. They, they feel like they're going to be right back at this point. Well, fantastic. Well, we need all the help we can get. Well, that's all I had, Roy. I really appreciate you guys' time. Thank all right. You. We so appreciate you, time. Craig. Thank you. And, and, you know, recruiting did tail off when Kevin O'Sullivan left. And, you know, Tim Corbin left this program back in 2002. So, I mean, you, you had two big hits in the span of about six years. Corbin went to Vandy. O'Sullivan went down to Florida. We've seen the behemoth that, that he's built down there. Uh, you know, it and it took some time to kind of rebuild some of that. And it, it felt like for a couple of cycles, Ben, that, that Clemson kind of went after these smaller guys that weren't as physical not as physically gifted. There were some of those things that were being talked about right. for you know in the early part of this decade after that last run to Omaha. And I think there was some truth in that. And, and then I think they've cleaned all that up. And they're bringing in the Beers, the Davidsons. And they brought in a transfer like Pat Craw from Temple and guys like that that have been instant impacts. And, you know, I don't think Craw's going to be a first-round pick, but Davidson and Beer will be. So the stuff that we saw... With a Chris Benson, a Billy Koch, Khalil Green, Michael Johnson, Jeff Baker, Richie Schaefer. I, we're seeing more of that again. Big picture in talking that last caller off the ledge, the recruiting trend is still upwards here from where it was, let's say, five cycles ago. Yeah, well, first, the, the, the physical makeup of this team did change significantly for a while there. Clemson went from being a power team a big, strong team in the 90s, and then it kind of tailed off for a while. I don't really know the reason for that. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't think that was necessarily intentional. It's just kind of the guys you you happen to sign for a while. You see a team like uh, like Louisville, for example, or or even Vanderbilt for some of those guys, except for their left fielder. <laughs> five, that five, guy man. was good, man. God, he was awesome. Uh, 
but you see a team like Louisville especially comes to mind that you realize, okay, getting bigger, stronger, faster here, but, man, there's still another step. Yeah. Like Louisville is. That's a big, big team. I agree. Um, As far as talking someone off the ledge, I would imagine a lot of people feel that way the morning after the season ends, you know, kind of naturally, rightfully so. But in a few days you're going to realize – that in the grand scheme of things, you shouldn't even know where the ledge is right now for Clemson baseball. In two years, you are, I would argue, you're ahead of schedule. Yeah, I, I agree. In, in, and in a, in a strange kind of way, the success of this team has almost been its own worst enemy because our expectations have gone through the roof. We have pushed it. We have pumped it. And when I say we, I'm talking about you, Roy Philp. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, because of winning an ACC championship unexpectedly last year, uh, the the way that you started this year, you know, there were a lot of very successful things that happened. And I think our expectations kind of leapfrogged several seasons. But if you really think about where you were a few seasons ago and where you are now, this is not a bad place to be. And then on top of that, let's not forget you were playing kind of – it was kind of unfair recruiting at some time in in cases because of of the facility issues that were significant here. Yeah. And you're just now starting to – reap the the rewards of those kind of things with players like logan davidson and and others uh there'll be more i mean this has always been an attractive place i it's even more attractive now and even though you didn't win them you still hosted a regional two years in a row you still on national tv two years in a row and you still have a lot of momentum going forward and so you know in a couple of weeks a couple of days realize that you shouldn't even be thinking about a ledge right now you're a long way. You don't. You're not even going to the roof at this point. Uh, last night stunk. It Nobody did. can deny that. It did. But to your point, bigger picture, you've won an ACC championship under Monty Lee. His first two seasons, you've won more than 41 games. 42. You've won more than 42 games in his first two seasons in each individual campaign. And you, you're seeing bits and pieces of it where you think, okay, this kind of reminds me on, on how things used to be here. The end of last season reminds you of how things used to be. The beginning part of this season, same thing. You make up some of the gap that's been there in recruiting when it comes to talent. I think now you're looking at pitching. You're trying to get better and some more power arms maybe. And then let's see what this thing looks like in the next season or two. So, and and honestly, I don't think anybody's been on a ledge realistically. The day after, everybody's a little dicey, and I get it. But for the most part, I think everybody's behind the changes that have been made here, and and you feel great about where where the needle's pointed. Yeah, and and you referenced uh, junior college guys and stuff. I do think that they they're looking at a bunch of those type of players right now. I've been told there's several several that they're looking at uh, and the way that the transfer rules are now and, and the classes available at Clemson it's easier to get guys into school where even that was a disadvantage at one point in at this institution for any athletic program transfers were very difficult to get somebody in and get them qualified 
and they have uh, you know changed some things around where they can do that now. So I don't don't panic, people. Yeah, don't panic. Only only one team. In, there's only one team going to be happy with the ultimate way that the season ends, and uh, I don't think anybody thought Clemson was going to win it all this year. Good stuff. More of your calls coming up. LeBron James coming up. Maybe. No. Maybe. That's bull crap. At some point, we got to get to it. And a very busy Tuesday show continues after this. As a business, you want a clean facility for your customers, your staff, and your guests. Turn to the best in the industry. Jan Pro, you are hiring a company whose staff is certified, not just trained. They're insured and bonded, and they go through an intense five-week certification program. They're local business owners growing the local economy, and they can do more than just cleaning. You'll be more than satisfied with the Jan Pro team on your team. You'll be amazed. Call Jan Pro today at 458-3053. In life, finding quality in anything can sometimes be difficult. Custom Collision would like for you to know that there are still a few places out there where quality matters. You can rest assured that at Custom Collision, not only will you be impressed with the quality of the finished product, but you will experience the quality of service that is unmatched. From taking care of your rental to handling the insurance, Custom Collision is there for you. Custom Collision, when quality counts. 231-6900 or online at customcollisioninc.com. Hey, this is Joseph from Local Q, inviting you to come try our famous house smoke wings. Tossed in our signature barbecue rub, these wings are sure to leave an impression. Pick between any of our 10 sauces, including a blueberry chipotle barbecue, coconut curry, and inferno for the daring. We also offer great lunch specials Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., and a unique brunch menu Saturday and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Visit us at 30 Orchard Park Drive, Suite 7, or online at www.localq.com. Remember, Local Q is 21 and up at all times with a valid ID. No matter where you're going, you'll see hundreds of convenience stores along your route. What sets Locomart and Clemson apart? Quality gasoline at awesome prices? Yes. Rewards to help you save even more money? Yes. But you'll also find a huge craft beer selection at Locomart that you wouldn't find at a normal convenience store. There's only one stop you need to make. Locomart on Old Greenville Highway and Highway 123. Proudly locally owned and operated. Marathon. Fueling the American spirit. Why shop Reed's Jewelers? Better yet, why not? Reed's Jewelers invites you to make them your jeweler. And you'll soon discover why so many like you now shop Reed's. From their award-winning staff to their impressive selection of jewelry to their customer-friendly financing, Reed's Jewelers Haywood Mall invites you to join the thousands of customers who have started a relationship with them. We'd love to see you. Reed's Jewelers Haywood Mall next to Belk. Online at reeds.com. Everyone has someone in their lives that could use a little surprise, a little pick-me-up. You want to deliver those smiles, but who has the time? School, work, and more. Try Urban Nirvana's online gift certificate. Buy and print it right from your own computer. A great way to treat your wife for making all those tailgate preparations. Your college student for all the hard work. Or mom, just because. Online purchase and print from your computer. Only at urbannirvana.com. It happens every time. When a hailstorm hits, there's an increase of people who want to take your money for roof repairs. Problem is, many of them are just trying to take advantage of you and don't really know what they're doing. Gillstrap Roofing has been around for decades. Trust Gillstrap Roofing to handle the repairs and deal with the insurance. Just because someone knocks on your door with a card that says they're a roofer doesn't mean they'll do quality work at a reasonable price. Call Gillstrap Roofing, 269-1232. 
Hello, mosquitoes. We've been expecting you. Mosquito Relief is on the way with Dynatrap, America's number one selling natural mosquito and insect trap. I'm Dr. Gadget, and Dynatrap has my seal of approval. It's safe, silent, and simple. This summer, rage against the mosquito. Arm yourself with Dynatrap, proven to trap and kill mosquitoes that carry the Zika virus. Visit Dynatrap.com to find a retailer near you and enter to win a deluxe Dynatrap mosquito bundle for your home. Mosquitoes, we gotcha with Dynatrap. Roy Philpott on WCCP. Why, you stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder. And now, back to Roy and Ben. You better, you, you better. Our second hour continues, our final segment here. Talking a lot of Clemson baseball this afternoon, as you would expect. If you want to talk with us, give us a call. Very easy to do so. 654-7627-654-ROAR. Brought to you by our good friends at Harry's, online at harrys.com, where you can check out all of their special Father's Day gift ideas. Their Father's Day gift set has got a chance to give you the engravable Father's Day gift sets. And when you use the code ROY at checkout, they're going to save you five bucks off your order but Harry's is where it's at because they give you the best shave known to man. And we're talking about the five-blade cartridges, all manufactured overseas. They own the company. So there's no middleman. They pass those savings on to you. You get the rich foaming shave gel, which helps reduce the irritating razor bumps, the redness perhaps you get on your neckline. I've experienced that forever until I started using Harry's. It's gone away. Uh, it's incredible how smooth your face will be. Irritation, as we mentioned, goes away as well with the rich lubricating strip on the blade itself. The best shave known to man, and I speak that, I say that from experience. Go to harrys.com, H-A-R-R-Y-S, harrys.com, code ROY, save five bucks off your initial order. And for Father's Day, what a great gift idea for dad. Harrys.com, code ROY, save five bucks. They also have the engravable Father's Day gift set right now at harrys.com. The perfect time and the perfect gift coming up just around the corner for Father's Day. Harrys.com, code ROY. Check them out today for the best shave known to man. That's not just me telling you that. That's just about everybody else here at the station that also uses Harry's. And it's the best in the business. Other thing I would say too, and I mentioned this at one point during one of the games, in just praising the fan base for what happened, I did a football game last fall in New Mexico, University of New Mexico. Uh, Bob Davies, the head coach. I remember the guy that used to coach at Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Uh, was an ESPN announcer for a while and, and then wanted a new challenge. And so he took over New Mexico, which stunk basically forever. He's been there for about five or six years. Got him to a bowl game last year. Long story short, we had one of those 1030 Eastern time games in Albuquerque. It was New Mexico and Nevada last season. And about uh, just after halftime, I believe it was, early part of the third quarter, Ben, we get this freak storm that just roams right through Albuquerque, just barrels everybody over, sheets of rain like a hurricane, winds blowing everywhere. And with lightning in the area, they had to to uh, send all the fans in, you know, inside, away from the stands, the inner concourse there, so that mm-hmm. you know nobody was going to get struck by lightning. And so this rain and the storms continue for about an hour. It was probably like 55 minutes, 60 minutes. 
Local time, it's around 10.30, 10.45 on a Saturday night in Albuquerque. There was probably about 35 or 40,000 fans there initially. Storms go through, hour and a half delay. And we're coming back on the air. and We're curious to see, okay, how many fans are going to stick around for this thing? It's an important game in the Mountain West, too. And New Mexico ended up winning eight, nine games last year. Uh, they win a bowl game. Good team. Nevada was a good team. Not bad. An important game in the Mountain West divisional standings at that point in time. And New Mexico was still eligible at that juncture to win the Mountain West Conference. Our rain delay with some storms. And we get back on the air. And in the stadium, I kid you not, there was the New Mexico band. There were a handful of the players' parents. And I would venture to guess maybe 10 to 15 fans. That is it. <laughs> 10 to 15. If you can count them, if you give me an accurate number, that's a bad sign. <laughs> and I am not embellishing whatsoever. Nobody was there after that weather delay in this important game in which there's like 30,000 fans there when the game kicked off. And I know the exact number of people that were there, and I'm going to tell you why here in just a second. <laughs> So it, it was so quiet that in our broadcast booth, you could hear the offensive play caller what? for both teams audibleizing at the line of scrimmage. You, oh. you could hear the coaches oh my God. way up high in Albuquerque. You could hear them shouting out, no, 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 this play is draw, draw, you know, whatever. You could hear it clearly. It was incredible. Nobody was there. Oh, my gosh. Right. So... I was there that one game for that particular night, and then I went back for the bowl game, which I broadcast for, for ESPN Radio. So we go back for the bowl game, and Bob Davies sees me. And he says, hey, you, you did our game against Nevada. I was like, that's right. He goes, I owe you something. I'm like, oh, crap. You know, what, what's he, you know he, he didn't like something or whatever. He's like, no, I owe you something. And I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, we gave everybody that stayed Every single person in the stadium that stayed after that weather delay, a T-shirt. And I said, well, how many T-shirts did you give out? He's like, oh, it's like 230. <laughs> I, I got, like, oh, I my got, God. I got 10,000 in my office right, if you'd and, like a couple. Right, and, so, and, and that included, like, you know, stadium work. Is included, so nobody was there. I, I say all of this for a football game in which there was, like, 30,000 fans there. A weather delay sent virtually everybody home. Here we were Saturday night or Sunday night and also last night, and, and you had a weather delay that prevented three different games from starting on time. They were delayed a grand total of you know combined nine and a half hours. You had all these delays. Everybody's griping about it. The NCAA did not handle it that well in my estimation. More on that later. You had all these delays, and here we were at 1 o'clock in the morning on a Monday, and there were still... Ten times as many Clemson fans in attendance at a college baseball game compared to a college football matchup that was relevant last fall. We had 3,000 Clemson fans still there, many of which had to go to work probably in about six or seven hours, many of which also came back the next day and waited again for another game to start. Some perspective on how special the environment was here this weekend, despite the 8 nothing shutout last night. Amazing, really, when you when you put it into perspective. When I saw Hot Dog Girl throwing out uh, free dogs, got a bit. I almost hopped in the old. You're a little truck. jealous. <laughs> well, that's the other thing too. A tip of the cap to whoever it was over there in the marketing department, 
the concession stand and the administration that said, you know what, this is incredible. We need to reward the people that stayed. And there was free water bottles that were distributed at that point in time because it was human and it was pretty hot still. And then free hot dogs at the concession stands. And they're, they're tossing everything around. I mean, it was like a, a free-for-all. People are grabbing dogs or grabbing water bottles. Uh, it, it was an insane environment, too. But the right call to make to yeah. do something like that then, right? Oh, yeah. You get a lot of, a lot of publicity and uh, good vibes from your, from your fans. Good karma. Yeah, good karma. Jenkins in Atlanta texts this. Uh, thank you for listening in the ATL, Jenkins talking about where Clemson baseball is right now. He says, we're in the late Cullen Harper, early Taj Boyd years in baseball. <laughs> now we just need that LSU game with a fourth and 16 type big play. Yes. Yeah, that's not a, I, I can, I can allow that. It's not, not bad. You know, Tyler Jackson gave you, uh, the, uh, the, the previous drive before fourth and 16 with what yeah. he did Sunday night against Fandy. And now you're waiting on that next step. No, I, I think that's a valid analogy. Yeah, I'm and totally behind that. Weston Jackson uh, tried to back that up with some some big hits there in that in that game, too. Yeah, Weston Jackson. Weston Jackson, yeah. All those Jacksons, all they all run together. I got him confused at one point as well. Uh, and then there's this one. While we're heaping all this praise on Roy, let's not forget he still owes us a tattoo. <laughs> Duly noted there, oh, sir. Oh, yes. Yes, I do. Thank you for that. And we're going to get the tattoo. I, why, why am I dragging my feet on that? I, it's because I don't want to get it. I'll give you Mahaley's number. You talk her into allowing me to get one. I'm there with you, you You'll do it with us? I'm there with you. I'm ready to do it. Yes. I'm ready to do it. Because I've given up on Zach. He, he, is, he is scared, he is cowardly, and he is not a man of his word. Well... I don't disagree with any of that, but he has sent me several <laughs> texts suggesting, hey, are we going to do this? What's the holdup? So I, I think the three of us can go get it done. I, I, I still, I guess it's like any of those big decisions in life. Like it's just, you're waiting for something to kind of push you off the cliff to go ahead and do it. Yeah. And a lot of times there's always a delay because you, you think, well, what do I do first? Do I decide what I'm going to get first? Do I decide where it goes first? And the answer is I haven't, I haven't done any of that. I, I don't know where to put it. I don't know what to get. And it, it's such a step outside of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. I pride myself on the notion that I have no tattoos. Because here's the thing, too. When you get one tattoo, you don't stop. Nobody walks around with just one tattoo. You get the tattoo, and you're like, oh, I'm getting another one. Well, I got this one, I get another And then, And then you, all of a sudden, you got like seven. And you get a tattoo when you're 41 like me. What's that thing look like when I'm 80, right? You know, how, how much bigger or blurry is it? I, so that, Let, Let's be real, though. Do you really care what anything looks like when you're 80? It's <laughs> <laughs> another good point. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, that's another good point. I want to do it. I, I do want to do it. And uh, the, the, the texture is valid and, and everybody's been riding me. So we'll, we'll get it done. All right. I'll get it done. Yeah. I, I, if you knew exactly what you wanted. Right. That would make it easier. And the, those pl They have great artists. You go, let them just sketch out some things for you. I, but I'm with you on that. If I knew exactly what I wanted and I just loved it, that would make it easier. But uh, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want. But if I see it, I'll I'll know it. I just figured it out. I figured out what I want. I want the SEC Homer with the S being the dollar sign, and I'll get that done somewhere on the foot. <laughs> <laughs> My wife says, "Don't call me. Call your parents and mother-in-law." <laughs> Okay, I guess I won't be getting one. 
Haley for the win. Thank you very much. <laughs> well played. All right, second hour in the books. Hour three coming up. Time for more of your calls. LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James. We begin there. Up next. No matter where you're broadcasting you'll live see hundreds from of the Blue Ridge. We need monitors. WCCP, Clemson Greenville, 1055. The Roar. What business doesn't like to save a little money where they can? Crute LED has partnered with Duke Power to do just that. Whether you need LED tube lights, $4 after rebate, LED high bay fixture, $79 after rebate, parking pole light, $99 after rebate, or 6-inch down lights, $4 after rebate, Crute LED will pass on Duke Power rebate up front to you with a verification of your business's Duke Power bill. Visit online at CruteLED.com or visit their office at 109 Interstate Boulevard in Anderson right before J. Peters on exit 19B. Hi, this is Coach Dabo Sweeney. You know, when it comes to buying or servicing a vehicle, I always choose Toyota of Easley for their great selection, affordable prices, and outstanding customer service. Toyota of Easley is a family-owned business, and in all the years I've been a customer, I've always been treated like family. I encourage you to visit Toyota of Easley if you're looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle or in need of service. Toyota of Easley is all in, and their name means a great deal. Looking for delicious and innovative food in downtown Clemson? The Blue Heron Restaurant and Sushi Bar is the answer. Fresh house-cut steaks and seafood and free-range poultry are just a few of the menu items that define the Blue Heron. And specials like two for Tuesday. Buy one roll and get the second half price. The finest steaks and fresh seafood at the Blue Heron, College Avenue, Clemson. Visit our website at blueheronfood.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be, well, like trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter is different. It doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them with its powerful technology. ZipRecruiter distributes your job everywhere it needs to be to find the right candidates. In fact, over 80% of jobs on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just one day. So, while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, only ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Used by businesses of all sizes, ZipRecruiter offers the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash score. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash score. For your free trial, ZipRecruiter.com slash score. Guys, Father's Day is just around the corner, and Harry's.com knows that the little things make a big difference to Dad. We know great dads do all the little things to make our lives easier, and so now we can return the favor with a gift from Harry's.com. This Father's Day, they've got a limited edition Father's Day shave that's sure to be a big hit with that special dad in your life. This Father's Day, Harry's is offering a limited edition shave set just for your dad, It starts at $30 with an option to add engraving and includes a Storm Gray limited edition razor, an engravable razor stand, large foaming shave gel, replacement blades, and a travel blade cover. It's everything dad needs for the closest, most comfortable shave on the market. And get this, you can get $5 off this limited edition Father's Day set 